to Sports Talk California. If this is your first time listening to the program, I'd like to thank you up front for taking your valuable time and listening to us today. We love sports, and that's what this show is all about. Each week, we are going to talk to you about all the things that are happening in sports. And from time to time, we are going to be talking to you about topics that center around sports. I'm glad that you have joined us today. Let me tell you about myself. I'm your host, Keith Probst, and I recently retired from the Air Force in October of 2017 after a 26-year career. I have loved sports since before I was a teenager. What drew me into sports was not because my family watched sports. I believe it was because of the challenge of individuals or teams competing against each other at a high level to see who the best on any given day was. And that brings us to the topic of today's show, and that is the term dynasty. When I started loving sports in the 80s, dynasty was kind of an overused term. If this was before your time, the San Francisco 49ers had won four championships. With 39 seconds remaining, Walsh called 20 halfback Curl X up. It was the last play he would call as coach of the 49ers. At the 10 yard line, 39 seconds remaining. Back to throw Montana. Stepped up, throws. Showtime Lakers had won five championships in the decade of the 80s. Dumars to Thomas, nine seconds to go. Lambeer fires a three and hits it. And it's 106 to 105. Pistons have got a steal. They're not going to get a chance. Green will win it. The game ends. The Lakers have won it. That was followed by teams like the Dallas Cowboys that started the 90s by winning three championships over a four-year period. You see, there were a handful of elite teams that were on the top of their respective sports, and all the other teams focused on building a team that would be able to knock the king off the mountain. Professional sports today, the individual leagues use salary caps, luxury taxes, and bargaining agreements to set contract amounts and lengths. So tonight, Golden State probably wraps up the NBA season, and they uh, they beat Cleveland. And I know, I know what some of you are going to be saying. Man, it's boring. It's boring. Same team, boring. Folks. Parody's never been a thing in the NBA. It's never been a thing. From 1999 to 2014, here's who represented the Western Conference in the finals. Spurs, Lakers, 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 Spurs, Lakers, Spurs, Mavericks, Spurs, Lakers, 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 Mavericks, Thunder, Spurs, Spurs. You know what's follow that? Warriors, Warriors, Warriors. 
This is going to be a special show. We are going to specifically look at what a dynasty looked like when I was 12 and compare that to what a dynasty looks like now that the leagues are trying to maintain parity. That means that the teams and leagues put regulations in place to give each team an equal opportunity to be successful on any given year. To get a younger perspective, we've brought in a special guest today to share with us some insights and perspectives on what the term dynasty means to the next generation of sports fans. Let me give you some information about our guest and why he was invited to join us today. This young man understands the game of basketball. He has played organized basketball in San Antonio, Texas, Rancho Palos Verdes, California, and Torrance, California. He was one of only four sixth graders to make his middle school basketball team that consists of sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. And he has one year experience and counting playing for a club competition team called the Palos Verdes Cagers. It's good to have you on the show today, Aaron. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me on the program. I'm excited to be here to talk about basketball, which I know and love. Okay, Aaron, let's set the foundation of this conversation for the listeners and talk about what these franchises have accomplished. First, let's talk about the Lakers and all the success that they've had as a franchise. The Lakers have been around for 71 seasons beginning in 1948. 60 of those seasons, they appeared in the playoffs, and 16 times they were proclaimed champions. While in Minneapolis, the Lakers won their first championship in 1949, starting a stretch where they won five times in six years, back-to-back championships, and then a three-peat. After the move to L.A., they won five times in the 80s, including another back-to-back championship season. Then, at the beginning of this century, they had another three-peat and closed out the decade with back-to-back championships once again. Kobe on the move. Louds for O'Neal. For the dunk! Kobe Bryant worked into the lane, and Shaq hammered it in with a right hand. Back from the brink of elimination to the brink of the NBA do you have anything you'd like to add to that list of accomplishments, Aaron? Yeah. You can't forget that the Lakers have had arguably five of the greatest basketball players in history. Fair enough. My producer is reminding me that the Lakers also hold the record for the longest winning streak in NBA history when they won 33 consecutive games during the 1971-72 season. Now, let's talk about the Mighty Warriors. The Warriors franchise started in 1947 in Philadelphia. They have won a total of four NBA championships. All of them, after they moved to California back in 1963, 
when they won their first championship coming in 1975. After that, they didn't win again until this recent stretch starting in 2015 where they have won an impressive three times in four years, including being the current reigning back-to-back NBA championships. And handing KD another MVP trophy for the finals. The Warriors are champs once more. Welcome to Game Time Live at the NBA Finals presented by YouTube TV. Back to back, three out of four. The Golden State Warriors once again bringing a championship to Oracle and to the Bay. We welcome- they were basically a Kyrie Irving jump shot away from winning four in a row. But- Irving and Curry, one-on-one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. And the Cavaliers by three. But unfortunately for the Warriors, that didn't happen. So, Aaron, I understand you are a big fan of the Warriors. So I want to give you an opportunity to add something that I may have not covered or left out of the conversation so far. I do. It needs to be added to the conversation that the Warriors currently hold the record for the most regular season wins in the history of the NBA, claiming 73 wins and 9 losses in 2016. During that season, they also had their winning streak of 28 games, dating back to the 2014-2015 regular season snapped. This streak is the second longest in NBA history, just behind the Lakers. Those are good points to add for the Warriors, Aaron. You heard I mentioned about what the Lakers have accomplished in their history and the term that I used to define that period of time and their success was a dynasty. Please share with us your thoughts on what the Lakers accomplished prior to 2010. It is amazing what they accomplished and how they maintained the dominance consistently over that long of a period of time. That was impressive. Your perspective of the term dynasty is interesting and well noted. I know that you've followed the current run or success that the Warriors have recently had over the past four years. Please share with us your thoughts on if the Warriors can ever achieve in their history what the Lakers have accomplished in theirs, and then how close you think they are from being put on the same level as the Lakers. Do you know where the term dynasty actually comes from? No, I don't think I do know that. Please share with us what it means. I learned in history class that a dynasty is a series of rulers from the same family. This is the same as a team being successful multiple times over a series of years. The Lakers and Celtics have been the franchises that have been the most successful championships-wise, but the Warriors have the greatest team ever and have been the greatest over the past four years. One of the biggest surprises of the first two weeks of the NBA season is that the Warriors 
are really good. Breaking news! Barring major injuries, the Warriors are still the favorites to win the championship, which would mark the fourth championship in five years. If that happens, I think we can all objectively say that they've established a dynasty. But how long will the dynasty last? How long will the Warriors remain championship favorites? How long will they remain contenders? I do think that the Warriors are a great team and will win many more championships in further years, but I don't think they'll reach the level of championships or number of championships that the Lakers have. Well, Aaron, I appreciate your honesty and your statement about the Warriors must be the boldest statement of the show so far. I have really enjoyed having this discussion with you and for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me today. Do you have any final thoughts on this subject or for our listeners today? Not really, but I do hope that you'll have me on the show again so that I can talk more and more about basketball with the listeners and with you. And my last thing that I want to say is to everyone listening, please have a safe and amazing day. Okay, Aaron, sounds like a plan. We'll be sure to have you on the show again. And before we close out today's show, we have some special people that we need to thank. They're the contributors of the show and they provided all the data for both of these special franchises. And they are the Basketball Reference and Real GM websites. We want to give a shout out to our creative team, Miss Lamborn and the voices in my head. And a hearty you did it to the one that never ages as our producer, editor, and our research team lead. And so there's some more people that we need to thank for helping us put this podcast together. And they are Colin Cowherd, First Things First, Fox, the NFL, the NBA, Garage Band, and then finally, once again, my son for helping me today. Please join us again for our next podcast where we discuss if Antonio Brown did the right thing by asking the Pittsburgh Steelers to trade him and where the best possible landing spots would be for him next season. Until our next podcast, take care of yourself and each other, and we'll see you then. See ya.